books and arts. Book review. Intellectual history. Pleasure principles. The Enlightenment, by Richie Robertson. In September, the University of Edinburgh expunged the name of David Hume from an ugly teaching block. In response to a student petition, the university agreed that the views of the 18th-century thinker on the possible inferiority of non-white races, voiced in a tentative footnote to his essay of national characters, rightly caused distress today. Thomas Jefferson, a slave owner, used almost identical language. So did Immanuel Kant. In contrast, many thinkers of the Enlightenment argued forcefully for the basic unity of humankind. Johann Gottfried Herder, a German polymath, scorned the notion of race itself and saw all people as related parts of the same great painting. In his epic survey of enlightened minds, ideas, and policies across Europe and the Americas, Richie Robertson deems Hume-style prejudice indefensible even in its own time. At least as typical of the era was the ceramic medallion produced by Potter philanthropist Josiah Wedgwood in 1787 to support the abolition of slavery, on which a chained African figure pleads, "Am I not a man and a brother?" As this masterly book shows, Wedgwood's brooch better encapsulates the mood of the age, its universal principles, wide-ranging sympathy, social activism, and commercial nous. The Enlightenment argued fiercely with itself in terms still in use. When today's Westerners quarrel over race, empire, gender, religion, science, the state of the market, they often do so with weapons and tactics honed three centuries ago. Or more, in 1673, the maverick pastor François Poulain de la Barre wrote in *On the Equality of the Two Sexes* that there is no such thing as sex. Yet revisionists like to frame the heyday of the writers, scholars, and progressive rulers presented here as the apotheosis of hyper-rational calculation. Supposedly, their influence disenchanted the world and seeded a motley harvest of modern evils. From neoliberalism to Stalinism, Mr. Robertson begs to differ. A professor of German at Oxford, he is a champion of the thinkers who promoted the advance of reason, good sense, and empirical inquiry against superstition and tyranny from the late seventeenth century until the French Revolution. Isaac Newton's gravitation, Adam Smith's political economy, Jean-Jacques Rousseau's cult of sentiment, indeed Hume's outrageous near atheism, all feature. But Mr. Robertson lays special stress on the pursuit of happiness, boldly invoked in the American Rebels' Declaration of Independence. That led to the first purpose-built Enlightenment state, a very British affair, in its intellectual foundations. The ultimate end of man is happiness," claimed Rousseau's fellow Genevan Jean-Jacques Bulamaki. By itself, reason, which must anyway be slave of the passions, insisted Hume, would not ensure felicity. So enlightened happiness became a social task and an art pursued not just in the study, but the laboratory, library, university, printing house, coffee shop, and Congress. Man is born to live in society," affirmed Denis Diderot. 
tireless instigator of the French Encyclopédie, 1751-72, to and a ubiquitous, uplifting presence in these pages. Meanwhile, no priest or despot should curtail the liberty of thought enjoyed by beings endowed with, in Kant's words, the universal religion of reason that dwells in every ordinary person. Slowly, grudging tolerance gave way to a warmer embrace of cultural diversity, given its theoretical framework in Montesquieu's path-breaking Spirit of the Laws. Enlightenment intellectuals not only thought big, they wrote long. The Encyclopédie, that vast panorama of knowledge, crams 72,000 articles into 17 volumes. The Histoire des Deux Andes, 1770, a monument to cosmopolitan idealism by Diderot and Guillaume Reynal, which documents colonial crimes, runs to 4,353 pages. Mr. Robertson's 1,000-page whopper imbibes something of the spirit of these mammoth compendia. Not every reader will choose to plough straight through from John Locke advocating the enjoyment of pleasure in 1690 to Hanif Qureshi, a modern author, saluting Enlightenment liberation from outmoded orthodoxies in 2019. Those who do will find that Mr. Robertson sweetens erudition with humanity, much as his subjects did. The Enlightenment celebrates what Robert Burns, appalled by the suffering of a shot hare, called the morality of the heart. Science and statecraft, which are amply chronicled, yield to compassion, sympathy, and a self-critical outlook that welcomes experimentation and changes of mind. Not least among its lessons for today, the Enlightenment shows how its sages learned to manage even disputes with civility.